is CG Hawk bringing a bonus episode here on the Block Sports Show. Going to cover Fulham's match against Leeds United on Friday, March 19th. This is the final for a few weeks Premier League recap, review, and discussion. Not until the beginning of April after April Fool's Day will we have some more Premier League matches to go over due to the international break. So it's a nice time off around two weeks for some of these players who are not on international clubs like Ireland or France, Spain, United States, England, so on, Serbia. And going over the match right now, it was a big one for Fulham. Needed to get a draw or a win. Draw at the most, at the least, to keep pace in the fight to avoid relegation. Fulham came in the match 18th in the standings with 26 points, looking to overtake Newcastle or Brighton, at least tie with Brighton with a win, and maybe with a win they could have overtaken Newcastle based on Newcastle's run of form lately, been very poor, very crap. Newcastle's been pretty poor it all year. Steve Bruce looks lost is the manager at Newcastle. And if Fulham could have beaten Leeds, they could have taken advantage. But Leeds had something going in their favor. They are a good team on the road. They've been able to win under uh, their manager, Marcelo Bielsa, many games on the road this year. That has been seven games on the road they've won. That's somewhere where they sell at. And also, they had good, something go for them as well. They're looking to break a awful streak. And Fulham, as mentioned on the Fulham Focus podcast, which I do very often, they mentioned Fulham always seems to be the team to end a streak. In this case, they were. Leeds United were looking to end a 16-game winless streak against teams in London. The London clubs in London, some of those examples are Arsenal, West Ham United, Tottenham Hotspur, Chelsea, Crystal Palace, and then Fulham, many teams in London, and at Craven Cottage was a home game for Fulham, Leeds, was hoping to avoid a 17 straight loss or draw, not a win, in London. That's not something to be proud of as a professional football club. The Leeds came in, even though they had some goals taken off the board due to being offsides, they didn't let them face them and they beat us, which is very disappointing. I think I got overexcited for this one. I was like, well, Leeds isn't that great. They're middle of the pack, middle of the table. We can beat them. We've been playing pretty well besides the hiccup against Manchester City, which was to be expected. We've been playing pretty well lately. Maybe we could take advantage of a middle of the road Leeds team. But I was wrong. I did not forget that we lost to Leeds very early in the year. It was like the third match of the season way long ago. Maybe even second match of the season. We lost to them in a shootout high-scoring affair. And that was when we had a totally different style lineup under Scott Parker. That was more of a offensive-based time. The defense wasn't good. 
our defense is very good now, but our offense isn't very good. And our offense for a few games was scoring some, but still not fantastic. Just had a different style when Scott Parker changed it. Overall, it was a better move to change it more defensive-oriented lineup and um, scheme. But as of every match we cover on Blog Sports Show, talking about film, our offense wasn't that great, and our defense was good. Two goals is not awful to allow, but when the team can't score more than one goal, or most times nil, zero, then there's big problems. And that was evidence in this one when we could only get one goal on the board and we allowed two, which was devastating, especially since the one goal we got tied up at one. So now let's go to the lineups before we go any further to the goals and the assists and so on. So for Leeds visiting Leeds United in goal was Ilan Messier, defenders, Luke Island captain, Izan Ozuki, Diego Dertrang, Pascal Struick, midfielders, Ty Roberts, Stuart Dallas, Rafinha, Jack Harrison, Calvin Phillips, and forward Patrick Bamford. And for us, our lineup was Alphonse, defenders, Joey Manderson, the captain, Tosin, N.T. Robinson, Olinia, midfielders, Yvonne Cavallero, Mario Lamina, Emma Lifman, Harrison Reed, and Andre Frank Zimbabwisa, and forward Joss Magic, the Magic Man. He hasn't been very magical lately. The only two goals he got this year in limited games for us was against Everton in his debut when he scored two goals in a magical affair. He hasn't scored since, which is too bad, but there wasn't a lot of pressure on him bringing a new striker. Maybe more seasoning and he'll get some more goals on the board, hopefully. And how it went was Fulham needed to control the pace of play early and we actually were better in possession and saw some target touches passes corners offsides we were better in the majority of the categories and stats the stats never play or show the whole story in a match some team could dominate the stats but lose or score zero just like the other club and we might have had a slight edge on a few of them but it wasn't enough and how it broke down was that Leeds got help from some offside penalties early on made it two goals off so they could have got to 2-0 up on us but it was 0-0 and maybe since they couldn't get those two maybe they had more Enthusiasts like, like we're going to get at least one out of this, even though we got some taken off due to offsides. We're not going down without a fight. Maybe it could have been the manager's halftime speech to Leeds United. Because Patrick Bamford and Athena both scored to take a 2-1 win against us. We had a goal from Joe Anderson, the captain, assisted by Alan Lookman. And their assists were Jack Harrison and 29, Patrick Bamford and 58. So Patrick Bamford scored. 
and point after them, take it 1 0, and then we got a fifth Arsenio's goal late. This was a good one for the Leeds United faithful to see Bamford the entry against Chelsea last week, but then he got a good goal from Jack Harrison Blue Cross. And great for Joakim Anderson, want to celebrate his first goal for us. Coming over from Lyon, first goal for Joakim, congratulations. He's been a savior for the club. His defensive leadership, leadership on the club as a whole. And disappointing after that, Emil Lookman had a chance to get a golden goal, gold opportunity to make it 2-1 to one whites. But he passed that up, big mistake. And Rafinha ran onto a pass from Patrick to finish past Alphonse. No way to get that goal. No way to stop it. So Leeds won 2-1. Now Leeds are in 11th place in the standings, 39 points, whereas we stay 18th on 26 points. Two below Newcastle United. And Newcastle was shellacked 3-0 against Brighton. Seagull beat him handily. So basically, in a sense, Brighton, I think, have avoided relegation at this point, the way they're trending. And now they are, with that win, they are six points ahead of us. So two wins. And I can see us, the way to stay, basically, now it's relegation talk, the way for Fulham to not be relegated is basically win three matches and a draw at the minimum. I'd be happier with four wins out of the next eight. So the eight last matches we have left to win half of those would probably ensure us over Newcastle. But maybe having three and a draw. But two wins and two draws, that would be anxious. The only thing that could help us in a scenario of like basically dead on with Newcastle, let's say it's the last game of the match. We play Newcastle last, eighth match left and let's say that Newcastle are equal of us in points entering the last match or they are let's say two ahead of us with a win over Newcastle we would go in over them in relegation Newcastle would be relegated along with West Brom and Sheffield United so we need to win three matches and presumably win against Newcastle and let me look at our schedule upcoming for, it's not the easiest schedule ever, but it's not the hardest either, which is a good, good thing. Don't want to play all Man City again, Man United, Tottenham, Arsenal, the harder teams. So our upcoming schedule first, after the national break on Sunday the 4th, take out Aston Villa. We could win that one, maybe, down the road at least, not at home, because we don't win at home. So maybe it can be Aston Villa. I'll go confident. I'll go win on that one. Then we'll take on the Wolves at Craven Cottage. I'll go confident win for that. I'm not that confident, but I need to choose a win somewhere around here in these games to reasonably hope our survival. So I'm going to say Wolves win. Arsenal on the road. Uh, Arsenal's not very great. They've been better lately. I just think they're better than us, so I'll say we lose that one. Chelsea on the road. Oh, I don't... 
I mean, we could get a draw maybe, but Burnley at home, we gotta win. So I'm gonna say we beat Burnley. We can't lose them. We gotta beat Burnley. It's not a turf more if we don't win there. So I'll say we beat Burnley. Then Southampton. Uh, maybe I, I can see. I can see. I'll go draw. Man United, I'll say loss. And then Newcastle, I'll say win. So, I think there's definitely a path for us to win. But basically, we need to avoid any hiccups. So, we basically, need to take care of business against the Wolves, Ashton Villa, Burnley, Southamptons, Newcastles to have a chance. Because Man United, Chelsea, Arsenal are less likely. Even though we played very well against higher ranked squads. That's one thing that Scott Parker could put in his back pocket. That we have been able to beat. We beat Leicester. beat Everton. Those are two bigger teams way ahead of us. And we beat them. And have drawn against, and Liverpool. And we've drawn against Tottenham's and other squads as well. So... We've been able to draw against better teams. Where we struggle at times is against teams in the middle of the pack. So pretty much ranging from the Fashion Villas to the Newcastles is where teams really have hiccups. And that concludes this Fulham podcast here on the Blog Sports Show. Next match, Aston Villa, like I said, Sunday, April 4th. Hopefully a win, not a loss. Because if we start off with a loss, that'll be third loss in a row, which will be bad for morale. Big morale loser if we lost to Ashton Villa right after the break. Scott Parker would then be tasked with winning at home against the Wolves in a must-win, to be honest, match. Because besides that, there's not that many of these that look very promising. So thanks to you for listening. Stay tuned to more on Blog Sports Show in the upcoming days for episode 63, which is coming out later in the week.